0: Countdown with
2: Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. Remember Madison Cawthorn? Madison Cawthorn, the ex-Congressman, the crazy kid who went to see Hitler's Eagle's Nest and said it was on his bucket list, Remember Madison Cawthorn? Remember Madison Cawthorn when he described his shock that here he was elected to the House of Representatives, and he'd found that it was fueled by drug-based orgies? And he said all he found in Washington were anti-drug leaders who turned out to be less war on drugs and more plain old I'm on drugs? I hate to think of Madison Cawthorn for a moment, let alone think of Madison Cawthorn for a moment as a truth-teller, but... What would best explain this exactly from Trump's town hall on Fox last night?
3: In recent days, you seem to issue a warning that if in the courts and even the U.S. Supreme Court, if they didn't treat you fairly, that maybe there would be bedlam in the country. Use that word, bedlam in the country. Can you say tonight that political violence is never acceptable? Well, of course, that's right. And of course, I'm the one that had very little of it. Take a look at wars, again, I didn't start, I wasn't involved in wars, we beat the hell out of ISIS, we won 100%, we brought our troops back home. Look at look at the violence that we've had, look at the violence we have recently. Right, with, but when you say bedlam, what do you mean? When I think you yeah, say- bedlam, I think you look at
2: Joe Biden's bedlam. Of course that made no sense. Trump said that if he did not get his way, there would be bedlam in this country. Asked about what he meant by bedlam in this country, and about political violence, he talked about wars. The problem isn't that it didn't make any sense. The problem is that clearly it makes sense to him. What specifically could be wrong with someone who thinks when they say that, that they are making sense that everyone will understand? It's not like that from Trump is stand-alone in some way. The day began yesterday at the Hunter Biden hearings yesterday, and there was a subtext there that I thought seemed to get lost behind all of the stupidity. All the Republicans behaved as if they were not just stupid, not just staggering under the weight of their delusions of grandeur, but hallucinating. Is it that simple? You saw the Wall Street Journal story on Elon Musk consuming more drugs, according to the Wall Street Journal, than, you know, state of New Mexico. Certainly you've heard by now that Hitler and the Nazi leadership were all on speed and other drugs throughout World War II. It's all documented by the Nazi physicians who gave them their Nazi drugs that helped make them Nazi. And then yesterday we saw what we saw at the Hunter Biden hearings. There was Nancy Mace, the Congresswoman who had boasted giddily last summer about reaching the prayer breakfast on time, but only by fending off morning sex with her boyfriend. She reached this hearing on time and not only focused on Hunter Biden's quote, balls, but she then accused him of white privilege. He's white, she's white. I'm just going to guess she meant male privilege or or white male privilege. But no, no, that's not what Nancy May said.
1: You are the epitome of white privilege coming into the oversight committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls.
2: As we have fumbled for answers about what the hell happened to this country, specifically what the hell happened to the Republican Party, Specifically, what the hell is it with people like Nancy Mace? Why are they in such thrall to loser J. Trump who for brain chemistry reasons or other chemistry reasons or whatever is clearly, utterly, and constantly detached from reality? Could it be that
3: simple? Mr. Chairman, is this a joke? No, seriously, is this hearing a joke? This is a committee that now cares about subpoena compliance, and we're gonna hold somebody in contempt for subpoena compliance, that's really interesting because to me, it seems like you believe we all had our memories wiped 608 days ago when you failed to honor your own subpoena. But I have to ask, how dumb do you think the American people are that you would seek to hold someone in contempt When you are 608 days, 15 hours, 21 minutes and 47 seconds out of compliance of your own subpoena.
2: Well, you know what, Eric Swalwell heard wiping the floor there with Jim Jordan. You know what might explain that? You know, you know what might explain the entire congressional career of chairman James Comer? I mean, this with Jared Moskowitz, if the hearing had been a boxing match, it would have been stopped and the referees and the state board would have made all the Republicans provide urine samples.
0: The witness accepted the chairman's invitation. It just so happens the witness is here. If the committee wants to hear from the witness and the chairman gave the witness that option, then the only folks that are afraid to hear from the witness with the American people watching are my friends on the other side of the aisle? I don't know if there's a proper motion, Mr. Chairman, but I'll make a motion. Let's vote. Let's take a vote. Who wants to hear from Hunter right now, today? Anyone? Come on. Who wants to hear from Hunter? Motion's out of order.
2: No one. And of course, the pièce de Resistance. Hunter Biden shows up. They won't let him testify. They decide to hold him in contempt for not testifying. And while they won't let him testify, Marjorie Taylor Greene starts shouting and trying to get him to testify. So he gets up and leaves. Now, what would explain Barney Rubble's stunt doubles actions here?
0: Gentlemen, time's expired. Chair recognize Miss Green from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Excuse me, Hunter. Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Whoa! Uh, (laughs) Oh! I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman.
2: And then the networks cut away to cover the departure of the president's son, and Ms. Green did not get her airtime. The president's son now recommended for a contempt of Congress proceeding recommended by people who also ignored subpoenas because given a choice, as he was, of an in-private deposition or a public hearing, the president's son chose the latter and was then told, oh, sorry, we don't have that on the menu anymore. While that was unfolding, Marjorie Taylor Greene then showed blown-up photos of him naked again in an investigation about his father. Why would anybody do something like that. Without looking too closely at whatever is actually wrong with Marjorie Taylor Greene specifically, what are the generic options for that kind of behavior on a generic basis? Stupidity? Corruption? A... Uh, pornography addiction.
3: And it's marked out. Mr. Chairman, out. point of parliamentary. Marked inquiry. Out. Point, Showing point
0: proof of MAN Act violations. Uh, um, Democrats should should they, not they, be okay. offended by pictures uh, that Chairman, black out. Have I been recognized? They should be it's offended by point uh, of human uh, uh, trafficking.
3: Mr. Chairman. State your point. Thank you kindly, Mr. Chairman. On July 26, I sent you a letter about the last time this happened when the gentlelady uh, introduced. Uh, before this committee without any notice to uh, anyone uh, nude photos, pornographic uh, images that were completely irrelevant to the purpose uh, of the hearing itself. And uh, my question to you is, are members allowed to simply put up sensationalistic, voyeuristic pornographic images if they're not relevant? to the actual object of the legislative proceeding. Yeah. I want a parliamentary ruling well, on that. Mr. Askin That's
0: probably part of the questioning for for Mr. Biden violations of the ban act. Miss right. Greens led on that issue. No, no, this is a these a are rules of the, rules these of the committee. Already, these pictures have already been entered into the record.
3: So in other words you have accepted the idea that members can introduce irrelevant I don't, Sexually based, how, how, is this, how is this irrelevant? Well, well, how, does I, how, is, how does it relate to Joe Biden? How does it relate to... We're not doing well, a criminal investigation of Hunter no, Biden. We've point had, point, we've point had of had order, Mr.
2: Chairman, point of order.
3: Testified
0: in the it, FBI.
2: And I haven't even gotten around to the conduct of the House Republicans chief theater critic, Lauren Boebert. Two on the aisle is worth one in the hand. Something. I I know. I, I know. These these evil idiots could just be evil idiots. Madison Cawthorn. Just another evil idiot. Pending further information, that has to be the assumption. Evil and idiocy can take you a long way in the Republican Party. But I was talking yesterday with somebody about how at the climax of the steroid drug problem in baseball, Circa 2005-2006, when a star like Mark McGuire, who broke the home run record, told Congress he was not there to talk about the past. And another star wagged his finger and said he never did steroids. And it turned out he did steroids. And a third pretended not to speak English. And then a book came out from Jose Canseco of the Oakland Athletics, who said he used to do steroids, and so did everybody else. And it had taken him months to find a publisher because nobody believed it and didn't want to take the risk. And it was all true. And worse was true. And Jose Canseco was the truth teller. And suddenly, God help me, I'd like to hear more from Madison Cawthorn, please. If I sound a little raspy, or if you notice that there are only small segments of me and a lot of sound bites in this, I have been fighting a cranky throat since Christmas, and it's been getting more cranky. It's not serious. I'm fine. I don't even have a fever. The throat's been examined. It's just that my voice vanishes on me from time to time. It'll sound like this, and then it'll sound like, bye. You don't know this because I record this podcast and I can re-record it anytime I need to, but that involves an awful lot of talking and my ENT wants me to rest the voice as best I can. So I'm going to go gargle and then I'll read you the worst person's list, including how any way you slice it, ESPN fired Aaron Rodgers yesterday. If you'd be so kind as to listen to the commercials in the interim, that's next. This is Countdown. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you run for office or take on the country's biggest problems, but they can help you solve one of the peskiest problems at home, pests. You know, the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, even the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know intricate political strategy, but they know their local pest pressures, and with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere so if you have a pest problem don't stress it terminix it visit terminix.com to book your appointment online today that's t e r m i n i x.com to book online
0: today
3: without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep
0: things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you
2: Daily Roundup of the Miscreants, Morons, and Dunning-Kruger Effect specimens who constitute today's worst persons in the world. The bronze, worse, for years, the states that have been the most arrogant and the most xenophobic about immigrants have been the same ones who've suddenly found shortages in their supply of manual labor. I recall more than a decade ago, most of Georgia's onion and watermelon crops rotted in the fields, and the state lost millions of dollars of income because the state was approximately 11,000 migrant laborers short. Well, sir, Indiana State Rep. Joanna King is not going to let that happen in her state. She has introduced legislation that would, starting in July, let kids quit school in Indiana at the age of 14. 14, as long as they have finished the 8th grade so they could go to work as farm laborers because the 19th century was terrific the runner-up were sir courtesy the excellent website popular information the escambia county school district in the florida panhandle so what's the next step if you've already started banning books in florida and trying to essentially ban students in indiana and send them to go work in the fields don't worry son it'll be sunset soon You do what they did in Escambia just to make sure they didn't violate H.B. 1069, the Ron DeSantis bill that gives residents the right to remove any book from a library that depicts or describes sexual conduct. Escambia County has removed from its library. The dictionary, actually three different dictionaries and two thesauruses, and eight encyclopedias, because they describe sexual conduct. Hey, I got bad news for you geniuses. You know what other book describes sexual conduct, and therefore you damn well better ban it immediately? I believe the title is The the Bible? But our winners, the worst, Pat McAfee, star of the new big sleeveless Pat show on ESPN and his cohort Aaron Rodgers of the New York Jets and ESPN. Well, well, just of the New York Jets. He's off ESPN, at least for now. Actually, he only played four snaps for the New York Jets, so it's Aaron Rodgers formerly of the New York Jets and formerly of ESPN. After a week of controversies generated entirely by McAfee and Rodgers themselves for money, centering on defaming their Disney colleague Jimmy Kimmel and slamming key ESPN executives by name, one who they like and one who they do not like. And now the backlash, starting, in which the ESPN football writer Dan Graziano went on the ESPN Radio Morning Show yesterday and described Aaron Rodgers as, quote, obviously a liar and a narcissistic con artist who is bad for everything he touches, unquote. After all that... This guy, sleeveless McAfee, announced that Aaron Rodgers will not appear again on the ESPN show for the rest of this National Football League season, even though McAfee is paying Rodgers more than a million dollars a year to appear on the show during the National Football League season. So Aaron Rodgers got fired, and McAfee insisted, and a lot of off-the-record sources insisted and espn insisted that this was mcafee's call in which case it was mcafee throwing aaron Rodgers under the bus and i approve but it doesn't matter it's the proverbial distinction without a difference big sleeveless pat might very well have made the actual phone call hey aaron you're not on anymore but i'm gonna go way out on a limb now somebody who worked at espn full-time on three separate occasions in two different centuries and freelance another two times, and all that over the span of five different decades, I'm going to bet that somebody at ESPN gave Pat McAfee this choice. Pat, Aaron Rodgers used the anti-Semitic puppet imagery again Tuesday and then went off on a 10-minute anti-vax rant, and we have somehow convinced Jimmy Kimmel not to sue him yet, and not to sue you yet, Pat. So so you fire Aaron Rodgers, or we will do it for you. And if we have to do it for you, you're gone too. The problem is, Pat McAfee should have known to do this a week ago, not a day ago, and ESPN should have known this was going to happen because this is almost exactly what happened with Rush Limbaugh when they hired him 20 years ago. And all that means that you can almost bet that something like this will happen on Pat McAfee's show again real soon. Big shirtless Pat, and Aaron, at least he lasted longer on ESPN than he did with the Jets-Rogers. Today's worst persons in the world! This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you run for office or take on the country's biggest problems, but they can help you solve one of the peskiest problems at home, pests. You know, the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, even the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know intricate political strategy, but they know their local pest pressures, and with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it, Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today.
1: I'm Salaya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.
2: I've done all the damage i can do here on countdown thank you for listening this time it's literally damage to myself as i mentioned earlier my ent agreed to let me keep talking provided i cut back today so you've just heard the streamlined version i'm not lloyd austening you here i'm not sick there's nothing seriously wrong structurally they're not worried about my throat it's just everything is strained from projecting while sick it'll get better thanks for your indulgence Countdown musical directors Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel arranged, produced, and performed most of our music. Mr. Ray on guitars, bass, and drums. Mr. Chanel on orchestration and keyboards. It was produced by TKO Brothers. Other music performed and arranged by No Horns Allowed. Sports music, the Olbermann theme from ESPN2, written by Mitch Warren Davis, courtesy of ESPN Inc. Our satirical and pithy musical comments from Nancy Faust, the best baseball stadium organist ever. And our announcer today was my friend Richard Lewis. And everything else was pretty much my fault. So that's countdown for this, the 300th day until the 2024 US presidential election and the 1099th day since dementia J. Trump's first attempted coup against the democratically elected government of the United States. Use the 14th amendment, the insurrection act and the justice system to stop him from doing it again while we still can. The next scheduled countdown is tomorrow. I wanna raise the possibility that I'm gonna skip it based on the throat. So if there isn't one showing up in your mailbox, don't be as surprised or alarmed. Until next time, whenever next time is, as the news anchor at the station I interned for in 1978 used to say, thank you for your time this time, till next time. I'm Keith Ulverman. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and good luck. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dealing with pests can be a pain. But relax, Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit terminix.com to book your appointment
0: online today. That's T E R M I N I X.com. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world.
1: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets